This is Life Got Me Like, the podcast, and I'm your host, Joey Jameson. Welcome to Life Got Me Like. I am your host, Joey Jamesley, and I'm so excited for the show today. It is brought to you by Swing Yoga Cards. They are these amazing yoga cards for kids. And not only is Swing Yoga Cards helping out me and my podcast, they are also helping out the Superstition Community Food Bank, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. So let me ask you people, okay, have you ever felt stuck? or maybe you want a little more confidence, just go after that thing that you want. Well then today's guest is exactly who you need to listen to. She is the amazing Lisa Mitten from Lisa Mitten Mentoring and Coaching. Welcome to the show, Lisa. I'm so glad to have you here. Thank you, Joey. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah. Thank you for having me. So now, why don't we get this out of the way? You have an accent. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about where you're from and how long have you been over here in the States? Yeah, cool. Yes, you're right. I have just a little bit of an accent. Um, I'm from Ireland and uh, from um, just outside Dublin, Ireland. I've been living in the States about nine months now. Okay. And um, I came here because my fiancé works for Intel and we're on a who knows how long assignment. Right. Right. (laughs) So (laughs) we might even, you know, decide we want to live here permanently. But for now, yeah, we're here for couple of years. Arizona, just just a little different just than a tad, uh, Ireland, just right? Just a tad different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Slightly higher temperatures, slightly Scotch. less rain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just a slightly less just rain. Little, just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny. So, okay, so you're a coach. Yeah. Um, and you're a female confidence coach. Yes. Okay, so tell me about that. How did you even get into something like that? Um, how did I get into something like that? Well, I suppose growing up, I struggled with confidence. Mm -hmm. Um, I had very low self-belief. I tried to be perfect all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I found that it was really debilitating. That's a hard (laughs) word. That's a tough word on a Saturday morning. Very difficult. Let's say very difficult. (laughs) (laughs) And I was jumping around from job to job and trying to find Mm -hmm. that role that would be where I'd never make a mistake. Right. Wow. So I always got great jobs. I always kind of came across really confident in interviews and mm-hmm. people always perceived me to be really confident. And I had lots of interesting jobs and exciting jobs, but they were jobs that meant you had to get out of your comfort zone. Okay. Okay. So I didn't understand that feeling uncomfortable is normal and you just right. got to push through. I didn't right. get that. I didn't understand that. Growing up, I never understood that. So in school, I was petrified. Mm. I you know, made mistakes and I saw myself as stupid. Ah, And then, of course, that leads into your older years when I was working. Of course, you're going to make mistakes. Mm -hmm. But I saw myself as, you know, good at this. You're stupid. You're like I was comparing myself to everybody else. Mm. Why can't you be like everybody else? And they seem to totally have it down Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in my mind. Right. And I, I got married when I was 29. I was only married for two years, but it was not a good relationship. Right. Okay. And of course that fell apart because that was just a really unhealthy relationship and we both played a part in it. But after that, I thought, okay, I had to see what's going on here. So at that stage, I was you know, 31, nearly 32. I'm like, you know, time is ticking on. 
Yeah. And this pattern is going around and around and around. Right. So I need to look and see, like, what's what's underneath this? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that kind of started your own journey to figuring that out? Yeah. Personal development, really diving into personal development, reading self-help books. Mm -hmm. I discovered Bob Proctor. Okay. If you know about Bob Proctor. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. He's like a mindset consultant. Mm -hmm. And I realized that all these thoughts and feelings I had were, they weren't true. Weren't Mm -hmm. true. They weren't real. Right. Um, so the more I, you know, got into this and discovered this, I realized that I just got to shift up my thinking. Yes. Yes. Mindset I, shift. It's a mindset shift. But obviously, I had 30 years of this way of thinking. So I had to get help. Absolutely. I think that's the thing that people, the misconception, right, is that, oh, I'm this age. I'm 30. I'm 40. I'm 50. Like, I should be able to figure it out and just be better, you know, yeah. quickly. But they, they don't, people don't realize that it, you, it took how long to get to yes. that point. So yeah. you got to give yourself some grace to, it's going to take a minute yeah. to kind of rework some of those belief systems and thought patterns and all of that yeah. stuff. And yeah. how do you even start to rework them? Right. You know, where do you begin? And, and what if, you know, I used to say to myself, but maybe, what if it is me? Mm-hmm. Like, what oh. if I'm one of those people who actually I can't, it doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. So you really need support. We get support for everything else. As I heard somebody say um, earlier in the week, we would pay a tennis coach <laughs> to teach us how to shoot a tennis ball. Right. We, we hire a basketball coach. Mm-hmm. You know, like we hire tutors. Yeah. So why not hire a coach to help you with your mind? Right. I think that, I think there's such a stigma. I mean, you were, I, you and I are kind of in the same holistic world, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so there's like this weird taboo thing about getting help for our mind, right? Because the first step in doing that is admitting that you need help with something. Yeah. And a lot of people... They don't want to admit that. No, they nobody no. I'm okay. I'm good, girl. I'm good. Yeah. I'm 41 years See my old. Life? I got it together. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, yeah. I don't need help. But in reality, on the inside, you're like, oh my god. Crumbling. I was crumbling. Yeah. Yes. People thought people used to say to me, Oh wow, Lisa, you you really have it together. You're so talented and you're mm-hmm. so confident and because you have done so many different jobs and had so many different hobbies and you're into so many different sports. But Mm. the truth was I jumped around from one to the other, to the other, to the other, because I never felt good enough. Yeah. Yep. Constantly searching. So I was crumbling. I felt lost. I felt like, what am I doing? I had no real vision for myself. Right. So how do you, what's the first thing then that you do? Because you primarily work with women. Yeah. um, Female confidence coach. So what's like the first thing that you the, where is there some as a starting place? Is everyone different? Like, what's the first thing you usually start with to help people kind of start to make that shift? So obviously, I've got to do a really deep dive with that person mm-hmm. and really peel back the layers of the on- onion and sure. find out like what is it that that person's looking for? Mm-hmm. Why have you hired a coach? Mm-hmm. What do you believe a coach can help you with? Right. And what do you see possible? Like, what's your vision at the end of this? If I could wave a magic wand for you yeah what would your life be like you know and then we start to find out so what's holding you back from that what is standing in your way what's keeping you from having that right now and what I've discovered is we're all coming from the same place we all feel I don't have what it takes I'm not Mm. good enough whether it's from Mm -hmm. school like for me I felt teachers 
Mm-hmm. And we had this conversation before. Yep. Yep. I had school teachers that were very, very critical. Right. So, you know, that's where it stemmed from for me. It could be somebody was in a toxic relationship where they were being, you know, mentally um, abused and put down. Yeah. See, there you go. (laughs) There's always, you know, so we all have our story. We all have this place where it started from. Mm -hmm. And it's just about finding out, okay, where did the story begin? And and now shifting it, like, really kind of get it. But it means... Being brutally honest with yourself. Mm. Shoot. You know, <laughs> showing warts and all. Yes. Like, it's like, you know what? This is a safe space. Yeah. But in order for you to make that shift and cross the line, you mm. have got to be brutally honest. Yeah. Is that like, do you feel like that's one of the hardest parts for people I, to do? Like, do they, I, I feel like so. it's kind of like, I know that for me in, in my work and with my clients, it's like, it's a real, for some people, it's a real baby steps process. Yeah. Um, yeah. So do you have like a, do you have like tips or is there something that you help you give them to do to help them kind of make that first little step to being honest and opening that door to like, um, usually I get them clients to do some writing. Okay. And visualization. Okay. And just really, and, and also meditation Mm. because the calmer we are, Yes. You know, if we do a brain dump, if we write out our right. feelings, if we listen to some meditation mm-hmm. um, and just really starting to know that they can trust themselves and that they can trust me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. I love that. I think I like that you said brain dump because I use that, too. And because I think people think a lot of times I don't want to write like I don't want to sit yeah. and journal for, you know, yeah hours and think about write these paragraphs and it's like no you don't have to do that a brain dump can literally be just on a page yeah (laughs) what words one word over and over and over again just whatever's in there you know just literally brain dumping it out onto the paper and it's such a great exercise it really is and it kind of because a lot of people feel stuck so a lot of people when they come to me the same as me when I started this journey it's like I don't know Mm -hmm. I actually don't know how I feel because I'm so muddled up right Right. Yes. So it's a case of, okay, sit with yourself. Mm-hmm. Just sit with yourself. Put on some nice music, whatever you like to listen to. That could be death metal. That right. could be <laughs> classical. Like, it's whatever yeah. gets yep. you into the feeling. Yes. Yes. And sit, I think sitting with ourselves can be really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Do, people don't do that. You no. Know, they, do they, everything but sit with yourself. Right. You know, clean toilets, Hoover. Yeah. Let's distract like, ourselves. Distraction. Yeah. Distraction. Squirrel. Let's go do something else. Go spend money. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Right? Like retail mm-hmm. therapy. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I was the queen mm-hmm. of retail therapy. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, what can I spend my money on now that will make me feel better? Get my hair done. Get my nails done. Go to the salons. Like, buy all these clothes. Yeah. Oh, I still don't feel so good. What's that all about? Right. <laughs> I think I think that's why people get self-care confused, right? Because sure, those things are great. And maybe that is what really helps you to... Because self-care to me isn't necessarily like that. So I love a massage. Don't get me yes, wrong. Yes. Yeah. But, you know, self-care is really like taking inventory of myself, where I'm at, how am I doing mentally, emotionally, physically, yeah. um, and really caring for those pieces. Yeah. Um, so... Maybe physically, maybe that would be a massage. But I think people get the self-care confused when they're using those as like a Band-Aid. Exactly, yeah. Whereas self-care for me would be something like having a really nice shower with oils Mm -hmm. and putting on some music that I like and just lying, you know, on my Mm -hmm. bed or, you know, somewhere where I feel really relaxed and 
listening to some music or yeah. reading a book, mm-hmm. that works for me. Right. It doesn't work for everyone. So sure. we've got to explore. Everybody's different. Mm-hmm. But it's something that where you get to sit with yourself and be with yourself. Even taking yourself on a date is a good idea. Okay, hold on. Wait, what do you mean by that? Like going somewhere by yourself? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Because that is literally terrifying yes. to me. <laughs> terrifying. Yes. Going to having a meal or like going to the movies yeah. No, I'm, I, I feel like I a weirdo. So, I'm, like, I'm people... sweating right now just thinking about doing that. <laughs> <laughs> but I personally love that. And I have, even before I did this work, I, I liked, you know, even before I did my own personal mm-hmm. work, I, I suppose I did feel comfortable in my own skin. Okay. Where I didn't feel comfortable was with others. Mm, okay. I felt people were judging me, but who was judging me? See, and that's how I would feel going to like the movies alone. Why is she by herself? Does she <laughs> yeah. not have any friends? And I think like, that's what a lot of people feel. Oh, she's sitting in a restaurant on her own, mm-hmm. having dinner, poor thing. Mm. She's sitting at a bar. And, and you know what? There is this attitude of she's sitting on a, at a bar mm. um, on her own. Well, like, is she looking for a man? Like, oh, what's, this, what, right, what's right, happening right. there? Whereas I personally, I like to go into a bar yeah sit at the bar, have a little drink. And if, if I'm waiting for somebody or sure. maybe I'm just, you know, when I lived in Ireland, I used to take public transport quite a lot because mm-hmm. we've, you know, trains and buses and all that in and out of the city. And if I miss my train or my, my bus, I'm like, yeah, I'll go into the bar and I'll just sit there and I'll have a drink. And it would not phase me mm. in the slightest. Whereas I know when I'd say that to people, they're like, wait, you went on your own? Right. I'm like, well, what's the difference between sitting in a train station on your own? Well, that's true. <laughs> glass of wine in your hand it's even okay, that's better <laughs> okay that's true that's a good point you know it's um again it's a story it's a mindset yeah. i will tell you i have a couple years ago i was trying to face my fears and like grow myself as a person so i did go to the movies by myself and of course i picked like a two-hour movie i didn't know how long it was <laughs> and it was pretty painful the whole time but i did it you know i did it and it was like okay I can do this. So it just kind of helps me face my own fears and doing things like that. I went skydiving, like just different wow, things to try yeah. and be like, okay, out of the comfort zone. Out of the comfort zone. Just doing something for yourself, by yourself, mm. showing yourself that you're capable. Mm-hmm. Showing yourself mm-hmm. that it's okay. Capable. Capable. That's and we're all a word. capable. Uh-huh. But we, not a lot of us don't think we are. That's the, that's the, the thought, you know, mm-hmm. the thought pattern, the, the, you know, our stories that we tell ourselves. Right. And we use back doors a lot to get out. So when we're feeling, mm. you know, so if I have a client and I say, take yourself on a little date. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing as well. When we talk about doing the work, a lot of people, they want to be fixed. Oh, and I right. say to them, but you're not broken. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You just get to see yourself for who you really are. Right. So that's the first thing. And I'm not going to, like, I'm not here to right. fix you. Mm-hmm. You may perceive yourself as being fixed, but really you're just changing up how you see yourself. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's hard to do. For, it's hard for many people to do the work. Oh, yeah. Because they don't like the idea of being alone right or they don't like self um i do a lot of mirror work mm. oh shoot 
mirror work is really, uh-huh. really powerful. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I started doing it first, I felt so odd and oh, so yeah. weird and yeah. out of my comfort zone. So I used to get into my car mm-hmm. and I used to look in the rear view mirror okay. and talk to myself. Yep. And then I got more used to that. And now I do it all the time. Awesome. Well, I want to talk a little bit more about that back door thing you just oh, talked yes, about. Oh, yes. Yes, so, I went off track we're there. we're going to give our sponsor a little bit of love real quick. So today's episode is brought to you by Swing Yoga Cards. And I'm telling you what, you guys, these yoga cards are so cute. And they're so well done. They're so beautifully made. And they're for kids to help them teach them how to do yoga, which is, we already talked about, relaxing your mind, calming. It helps so much. So they are designed by two sisters with a passion to bring yoga to people of all ages and abilities. Swing yoga cards are beautifully illustrated, as they are. They really are. Printed and would make a perfect holiday gift. I don't even want to talk about how many like Saturdays before Christmas. So we're just not gonna. All right. It is a set of 48 cards and it's a great way for parents to introduce yoga and its benefits to their kids. But swing yoga cards are not just for parents and children. Adults starting their own yoga journey will love them. I'm a beginner, so they're great for me. And will teach yoga instructors how to help kids, physical therapists, other professionals trying to encourage movement and stretching, which is super, super important for our bodies, 100%. So all the information for Swing Yoga Cards is down below, so check them out. You will stinking love them. And I know the creators of these cards, you guys, and she's such a lovely person, and they are done so well. So I know I'm gonna be purchasing some myself, so check out the links below. All right. Back to the back door. The okay, back you door. said people use back doors. Is that to like get out of doing something or is it like an escape route from reality? Like what do you mean by that? So we've all used a back door. Okay. We commit to something and then when it comes to actually executing it, it you know, when it means getting uncomfortable, we find a reason why we can't do it. Ah, uh, okay. So that's our back door. Gotcha. Okay. So you know, what I tend to say to my clients is if you're going to commit mm-hmm. and you're going to, you know, commit to the 12, 12 week program, mm-hmm. the back doors are closed. Ah, You got to do the work, yeah. <laughs> you know, you got to do the work <laughs> because it's so easy. I've been there so yep. many times yep. when I've made a commitment to myself, I'm going to do this and mm-hmm. then I will find all the excuses in the world why I can't do it. I don't think I have ever <laughs> done such a thing. Well, I think that's probably a bit of a fib. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, I think everybody's guilty of that at some yeah. point. And we mm-hmm. do, like, that is our habit as a human. That is our go-to habit to get out of doing mm-hmm. what we don't want to do. Right. We find the back door. How many times have you bought a self-study program? <laughs> or like a, health, a self-help book or yeah. something. Yeah. And as soon as it gets to the sticky part, it's like, okay, forget about that. Yeah. I'll, I'll come back to that. Yeah. Oh, I don't have time. time. Yeah. Anymore. I don't have time. Time. Yeah. Like, you know, time. when we have a problem with time, we have mm-hmm. a problem with intimacy. Oh, okay. Go there. Go there a little more. What does that mean? So, you know, intimacy is into me, you see. And when we <laughs> into me, you, you see. see. Okay. <laughs> so when we when we say I don't have time, mm-hmm. it's usually well. I found something that's easier to do with that gotcha. time. I watch Netflix. Mm-hmm. 
you know, I... Watch reels for an hour and a half. Yeah, scroll through Instagram. Um, I, whatever it is that you, you went to the mall. Mm -hmm. You went to the movies. So if we truly want to do something, we will find the time. Girl, I I believe that. Mm -hmm. You know, this I don't have time is, it's a myth and it is a lack of intimacy. So if I say to somebody, did you do the homework? Mm -hmm. Oh, no, I didn't have time. I'm sorry. BS. I don't buy it. <laughs> That's great. Because that is a, that is you avoiding. It's avoidance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I couldn't do Oh, I didn't have time to do the mirror work. When I only walk past a mirror 50 times one day. Right. You didn't have time makeup to do the, on today. You didn't have time to do the mirror work, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. So t we use time. That's a back door. Yep. I was just going to say that. Uh-huh. Right We there. use money as a back door. Right. I don't have the money. Mm. Well... You got the money to go and do all the shopping, buy all the nice clothes. Why you gotta hold, be holding me all accountable, Lisa? <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> Just speaking from my own experience. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. Oh my gosh. So, how can I know ears have perked listening to this? So, how can somebody get in contact with you? Like, you have, you have a program, you have a 12 week program okay, yes so briefly quick tell us like what does that look like yeah so it's it's 12 weeks um the first first four weeks we're taking a, like a deep dive mm -hmm. into really what's going on okay then you set yourself a goal mm -hmm. and obviously we do a call every week you have access to me on whatsapp if you get stuck in the weeds or something's not working gotcha. um you've exercises to do every week i'm holding you accountable because mm -hmm. i'm very much results driven mm -hmm. there are no back doors mm -hmm. And then you get your t you get two bonus calls with me after the 12 weeks, because obviously, you know, it's very easy to kind of say, OK, I'm done with that and then right. fall off the edge. Yeah. So okay. and then there's an accountability group that you can oh, nice. okay. be part of if awesome. that's something that we meet every week. Um, you get meditations. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so that's the program. I have a website, lisamittenmentoring.com. Perfect. I'm on Instagram, Lisa okay. Mitten, female confidence coach. Mm -hmm. I have, uh, I'm on LinkedIn, Lisa Mitten. <laughs> I see it. Facebook, thing. Lisa Mitten. <laughs> so, and my name is pretty memorable because I don't know anybody that I'm not related to with the surname Mitten. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, and we will have all of the links for all of the websites, Instagram, everything will be linked down below. So go and give her a follow and check out everything she has to offer. So we're about to wrap up, but if you could leave, you know, all the listeners with like with that one golden nugget, you know, you've, you've already said so much good stuff, but if there's something that you could leave everybody with today to take home, take with them to either make action or, you know, start making some action or, or yeah. make that first step, what would it be? So I would say, you know, if you have something that you really want to do for yourself, it's not about a quantum leap. It's mm. not about doing it going A to Z. Yes. It's about little steps. Mm -hmm. So it's being committed to who are you committed to being today mm. to get you closer to where you want to go. Yeah. So just do one little thing. If even if that means reaching out to somebody who can support you. Yeah. So take the pressure off yourself. Mm -hmm. Just do one thing each day that makes that little makes it easier for you, that takes you closer to your goal and think to yourself, who am I committed to becoming today? Mm. And I love that you say today because I think when people set goals, they think so far into the future and it's overwhelming. 
Absolutely. So. This is not like there's no such thing as overnight success. Right. It doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. You know, we hear these stories of, oh, we'll say Ed Sheeran. It was sure. an overnight success. No, he right. wasn't. He's right. been working his backside off yeah. for the last how many years. Yeah. And then suddenly mm-hmm. we started hearing him. Mm-hmm. So do not think that this is going to happen overnight. It right. doesn't. It's it's a process. Mm-hmm. But trust yourself. Right. And you could have, you can't have an overnight success of the small step, right? So yeah. celebrate the, the things Celebrate that you the doing. little things. Awesome. Yeah. Don't. Like, as humans, we tend to, um, we're like detectives looking for what doesn't work. Mm-hmm. But start looking for the evidence of what's working. Right. Little things. Yes. Yep. Little things. Write yep. out two things in the evening. Whatever Perfect. worked for you in the evening. Mm-hmm. I and love that. And give yourself acknowledgement for that. Yeah. And that's so simple. It's so simple. It's so simple. But, and, but we don't do it. Right. But it makes all the difference. Acknowledge yourself for the little things that you did. I love that. Acknowledge yourself for the little things that you did. It's that easy, my friends. You can make a difference. It just starts today with the little things. We can all do those little yeah. things. So I thank you so much for being here. This It's, it's a pleasure. It's always so nice to talk with you. I, we just you, had Joey. lunch for like three hours. I know, yeah. I think if we were <laughs> the other day. let loose together, it would just be yeah. a 24-hour <laughs> talking session. Yes, well, I, I can't wait. I need to have you back. I know you have so much more to share. So we will definitely be having another episode with Lisa Mitten. But if you want to follow her or go to her website, check out her her coaching program. Click the links below and see everything she has to offer. So thank you so much for being thank here. you, Joey. Appreciate Always a pleasure. You. You're a superstar. Absolutely. And don't forget to check out Swing Yoga Cards and the Superstition Community Food Bank. So they are trying to feed people for the holiday season, guys. And only $34. That's it. 34 bucks, and that will feed a family for Thanksgiving. So if you want to help feed families this Thanksgiving, then you can donate to the Superstition Community Food Bank. They do amazing things at that organization. It's top notch. So check out their information below and see how you can donate and help them today. And as always, don't forget to follow me on the gram at Life Got Me Like. And until next time, we will see you later, I guess. (laughs) Awesome.